Welcome back to Gospel Centered Rest, a podcast by Grace Bible Church in Cambridge, Ontario. My name is Tyler Oldreeve, and today I'm joined with uh, Pastor David Robinson, who's also a pastor here at Grace Bible Church. How are you doing, David? I'm doing well. You're, it's a good day. It is a good day. <laughs> We've had a little bit of thunderstorming going outside. I put some grass seed down. Oh, you Everybody did? Everybody who listens to this will be very happy. Yeah, your neighbors and, will um, be happy. My neighbors will definitely be happy. <laughs> and uh, so, hoping for good things Yeah. for my lawn. <laughs> Do you have some bald patches? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, we got weeds. Weeds. We had... We had uh, I don't overly remember last year in the weather, but I think it was a dry summer. So, yeah, we we got lots of weeds, nasty ones too. Yeah, Deep roots. Yeah. So that's kind of like our backyard because we moved into a new place, and I don't think the last people who lived there took care of it. Yeah. So we've been trying hard. Yeah, it's like a it's like a losing battle, <laughs> but it I is. will say we we did put some grass seed down earlier, and we're starting to see some. Yeah. So thank you for everyone who cares. Yeah. Every time listening to this, (laughs) although every one person, (laughs) almost every time I, I pull a weed, I'm, I'm just like, wow, look what sin did. Yeah. Oh, oh, I was going to say, look at the victory. Like that's one one, one less weed. And then it comes back the next week. (laughs) Um, now usually we're joined with, uh, with pastor Byron, but he isn't here. Uh, he's on vacation and we're continuing to, to pray for him as, as he's still trying to figure out what's going on with his eye. Um, he's had some days of, of relief. Yep and yeah. and seeing some seeing some good things happen so yeah. uh so we continue to pray for him apparently Absolutely. was it like three months he had uh, i think he had said generally the, the potential healing yeah of this but yeah still the uncertainty yeah yeah so we continue to think about him miss him um but today we are we are doing our third installment of biblical counseling and care and focusing on the difference between biblical counseling and clinical counseling. And then we're going to, we're going to follow it up with a, with a practical question at the end, um, concerning, concerning parenting. Uh, but we just wanted to spend just a few minutes just talking about the relationship between biblical counseling and clinical counseling, because there just seems to be this vibe out there. Mm-hmm. I think e- in either world, whether it's clinical counseling or biblical counseling, that that the other is um, is is kind of the evil counterpart yeah. <laughs> and should be avoided. Yeah. Um, now, I, I, I would say that that vibe has diminished quite a bit, I mm-hmm. think over the, over recent years, because, mm-hmm. um, as we've seen people come together and we've seen these two different counseling approaches come together and, um, and do, do things well together. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to spend a few minutes, David, and talking with you, getting your thoughts on this. Cause I know this is something that is, um, that's important to you. Uh, but what would you say is the difference between the two? Yeah. Uh, in the spirit of the question, just to maybe um, also say mm-hmm. that before we begin to talk about the difference, there are um, commonalities. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of that's answering the question where we talk about differences. And I actually love the way that you 
began because that's often where people start is, okay, there's differences. I just, I, I find it hard to articulate them. Um, mm-hmm. But to be able to say to someone who does clinical counseling and has been trained in certain areas, especially dealing with certain very difficult situations, um, there, there are things that we have in common. Like we have a, I think we often have a common heart yeah, um, and a common goal. Mm-hmm. Like we want the best for the person. So, you know, whether, whether it's clinical or whether it's biblical, we're hoping that the person is better. Uh, mm-hmm. We're hoping that the person grows. Um, if they have a broken relationship, we're hoping that the person, uh, person's relationship is, is healed. So, mm-hmm. and then even how we treat people, uh, we can have that in common. Like yeah. treat others with respect and dignity and, and loving them and, and caring for them and, and putting energy and time and thought um, into loving people. So uh, I think there are j- just to recognize that there there are commonalities in the approaches and people's hearts and, and the goals of counseling and um, just wanting wanting the best for people, and I think that's God's common grace. And even in in how God's common grace um, opens up certain mm-hmm. understandings in clinical counseling that maybe biblical counseling doesn't necessarily specialize in um, some biological factors as well, uh, and just recognizing that that God's God's grace is um, expansive and we can uh, learn from uh, those who do clinical counseling. I think if I were to describe the difference Mm -hmm. just in its most basic uh, form, as I understand it, is biblical counseling uh, focuses more on the Bible and clinical counseling focuses more on the counseling. Now that is in in some ways misleading, so I have to explain it, but uh, biblical counseling does biblical counseling and care from a biblical Christ-centered restorative uh, um, understanding of of humanity. Mm -hmm. So, you know, biblical counseling, we start with, you know, God and with the sinfulness of humanity and um, with the redemption story and how God is invested in both you know, heart, soul, and body. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and body is important. And God talks often about the, the brokenness of this creation and the brokenness of his people. So obviously um, God cares for the body. And, and that's to say that some people think biblical counseling is if you're having a spiritual issue or a question about God, mm-hmm. then that's what biblical counseling does. But biblical counseling, in fact, you know, God created humanity. And so he understands us the best. Uh, he understands what's going on inside of us. And not only is he um, grand and majestic, but he's, he, he also cares for us intimately. So cares for us intimately. So um, biblical counseling um, flows from scripture and into counseling. And mm-hmm. then um, secular counseling, or we can call it clinical counseling, um, their focus is on the the counseling aspect, and they they do an amazing job of that, uh, many of them. Um, but they also come from a perspective that may have elements of what we read in Scripture, but mm-hmm. um, that that's not their foundation. So they'll have a certain understanding of humanity. They'll have mm-hmm. a un- certain understanding of life purpose. Right. They'll have a certain understanding of sin. Um, they'll have a certain understanding of morality. And so uh, the difference 
is it begins like biblical is the emphasis on counseling. It never we want to counsel people well, but it flows out of out of scripture and out of a relationship with Christ. Clinical counseling or secular counseling, um, psychology. So so if you go and see a psychologist, they're they're instead of flowing out of the Bible, they will come at it from a psychology emphasis, mm-hmm. and that's the type of counseling that you'll get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gen- generally. Yeah. Very, very interesting. So uh, the next question, should we prefer one over the other? How do we decide which one is best for our needs? So like, let's say I'm somebody who identifies that I need counseling mm-hmm. um, for an area of struggle or whatever is, is in my life. Should I go to one over the other? Uh, sometimes I think it, it, it does depend on uh, what you're going through. Mm-hmm. So um, but I will say this, if you go to someone who is a clinical psychologist or clinical counseling, um, biblical counseling can always be part of that journey. Yeah. So biblical counseling would not diagnose if someone has schizophrenia, hmm. um, depression. There are those who go through depression who... Um, the, the factors might be biological and they, they need medical care and, and help and, and definitely should receive that. And again, that's one of God's common graces um, that, that people are able to, to receive that care. But uh, again, God understands our bodies. God mm-hmm. understands um, the darkness that we go through. And, um, and so it's, it doesn't have to be either or it can be both. Yeah. And to come alongside with biblical care to nurture, especially believers, um, spiritually and Mm -hmm. to show them who God is, who we are and how God cares for us on this journey can be a tremendous encouragement for those who are, you know, going through schizophrenia Mm -hmm. or an eating disorder or, um, you know, bipolar depression. Mm-hmm. And we were, we were talking about that in previous episodes about that's the purpose of the church is to journey with you mm-hmm. through those um, difficult times of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like you would go to a doctor for, you know, a broken, a broken bone or, um, yeah. or, or an illness, a physical illness. Um, you might go to a psychologist or, or a clinical counselor uh, for, for a, um, for a mental health issue mm-hmm. or, or for something else that you're, that you're dealing with some kind of traumatic experience, but it doesn't mean the church is separated from that. And I do think the gospel and the church play an, a dramatically important role in a person's life walking through that. Like I even think of um, an individual that came to me for counseling a few years ago now who was struggling with, um, um, bipolarism Mm -hmm. and a few other things. And they, he would go and he would meet with, you know, his psychologist and then he would come and he'd meet with me. Um, and he would even say that the, that the two things that we were talking about and offering between, you know, him walking through Mm -hmm. the gospel with me and him meeting with his psychologist were two very different things. And for himself, he, he, he recognized that he needed both because he needed somebody to journey with him. Um, through the gospel as the church while he was walking this difficult, dark, dark path. Mm -hmm. So 
there is, there, there is place, there is a place for both. And, and I would encourage that, um, that there should be yeah. really. A- absolutely. And I think to, uh, like just two other things quickly be probably before we move on to the next one. But mm-hmm. sometimes when we think about counseling, we think about the extremes. Mm-hmm. So when even we, we did that just now, like yeah. we talked about <laughs> bipolar, um, or, you know, certain types of very serious depression, but there are still in, in the conversation of biblical care and counseling, there are still a lot of people who don't live in the extremes, but yes. they live what I'll call, you know, like to use a football analogy within the 20 yard lines and not in the extremes of the touchdown zone. Um, and sometimes they, they're forgotten. So we began with the question or we continue with the question, like, how do I decide which one to use for my needs? Some people down also downplay and say, well, it's, it's not this, like, it's not the extreme it's, and I think that's especially where biblical care, mm-hmm. um, can, can help. It's, it's, it may not be in the extreme cases, um, but it, it is enough to impact their life mm. and to bring enough discouragement where, you know, it starts to wear on others or it starts to wear on them or their relationship with God. And our relationship with God can never be underestimated in all of this. And, and that really is a lot of what biblical counseling in is just biblical counseling is, is saying, you know, there, there is a God and let's understand who God is. And flowing out of our understanding of who God is and what God has done comes a, um, a lot of healing. And the healing comes from different places than we, and that's, that's why I love biblical care and counseling and, and the word of God, because the healing um, comes from places we would have never expected. Yeah. And you, you read yeah. that in scripture, like all of a sudden people meet Jesus and they're not just healed physically, but they're healed spiritually. And mm-hmm. it's, it's like as great as it is to restore a marital relationship, how much greater would it be if that marital relationship was restored because of a depth of relationship with Christ mm-hmm. that brings that where we understand um, in an even greater way, what sacrificial love is selfless love um, submission to, to Christ and, and then selfless love to one another. So the, the, the impact is, is vast. And then I think the second thing is mm. um, not only do we sometimes lose the people in the middle, but, the Bible addresses a lot of life experience. Mm. Um, people grow up in abusive homes. Uh, you know, even like second Samuel 13, um, Amnon rapes Tamar. Mm-hmm. That is, that is a horrific story to read, but how God wrote that story and conveyed it to us, someone who has, gone through sexual abuse or been raped will, mm-hmm. you know, will, when, when they hear God t- tell that story, they're given words for their story. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're given words from God for healing for their story. Mm-hmm. So people will say, well, w- w- what about, you know, sexual abuse? And, in the Amnon rapes Tamar in Second um, Samuel thirteen, the way that it's written, it's horrific. Like when when Tamar, we know, we know Amnon's story. We know what he wants to do to Tamar, and the way that it's written is, um, when Tamar goes to Amnon, it's like it's it's step by step. It's this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened, until and and I do want to apologize. We didn't. 
I didn't, I didn't say that I'd be talking about this. So anybody who's gone through this, mm -hmm. um, I, I hope that you understand that the intent was not to trigger or, or do anything like that for you. But it's just to show that, that even the way that the story is written is not even what's said, but the way that the story is written, um, mm -hmm. God says, I, I understand mm -hmm. what it was. I understand that you, you weren't alone on that journey. Um, and, and there's hope and there's help. And, and I hear you. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I hear your story. I, I know you. And, um, and, and that's part of the mess of, of scripture. There's some horrific events in, in scripture. Jesus met with some very broken people, um, broken relationships. Uh, you think of John four and the, the Samaritan woman and the amazing thing with John four and the Samaritan woman is he, he knew he was, he, he knew, but he began with his, his goodness. And that, mm -hmm. that's not saying that's the only counsel, biblical counseling approach and in, in uh, broken relationships, this woman had multiple relationships and was still thirsting for more. She yeah. thought that's where her living water would be. And Jesus says, I'm your living water. And so that's an approach to biblical care where you can work with a couple or with someone who's been in a broken relationship and, and start with the glory of Christ that mm -hmm. then puts our glory in its place. And then she walks uh, um, and goes and visit, goes to the people in the town and says, um, this man told me everything about me yeah. and she was okay with that. Yeah. Like, I'm not okay with everybody knowing everything about me. Like that, that would be, <laughs> that'd be tough, but I'm okay with Jesus knowing everything about me. Um, because yeah. he invites me into, um, a healing relationship in the midst of my brokenness and yeah. gives me living water. Yeah. Um, so that's just to say that, um, the Bible speaks about a lot of our life, it a does. lot of, our, I mean, it just speaks a lot yeah. of our life. And, and that's so encouraging that that's, that's why, um, scripture is such a, it cares for us, whether you call it counseling or not. Um, it cares for us, um, physically, it cares for us in a broken world. Um, even like just, you know, that passage in Matthew that how much time do we worry that like he feeds the sparrow, yeah. but he's not going to look after us. That's just, that's, you know, that's mm -hmm. physical, but mm -hmm. it, we're impacted because of the spiritual. So the spiritual, we begin to doubt and say, well, God, will you really provide? And he said, like, like mm -hmm. I care for the sparrows. Like mm -hmm. I have your back. Mm -hmm. You'll be okay. And, and then you can imagine like a single mother raising um, children and wondering where next meal or how you're going to get through COVID. And Jesus says this, and it's not like someone just saying, Oh, I just really want to go to church after that. That's really spiritually engaging. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, you know, Jesus is going to take care of me physically. He's going mm -hmm. to take care of me relationally. He's going to take care of my family and, and I can rest in that. And, and that's, what's amazing. So the Bible is expansive. Yeah. And I, I can't help, but even think of the story of Joseph and what he faced and he was how he was treated by his brothers, by his family. Yeah. And then those sweet words that you're kind of midway through the story and you read and God remembered Joseph. And yeah. it was just like, he still had some painful moments after that and some difficulty with, um, you know, seeing his brothers again and different things like that. But those, those sweet moments, God remembered Joseph. Yeah. It's like, you're not, God, God is there. He was there through the whole thing. 
And that doesn't, that doesn't mean, you know, hearing that theology is going to just instantly change yeah, your yeah. circumstance and your outlook, but that, that, that truth is still true. Yeah. It's going to be true. Um, regardless of what happens and there will be a day that, that, that we find that truth, that we see that truth. Um, it may not be in the midst of the pain and the darkness that we're experiencing right now in this mm -hmm. moment. Um, but he does remember us. Yeah. I, I love that. I had mm -hmm. actually didn't, I had forgotten that, but that's, it's so true. And that's what happens with biblical care and counseling mm. is, uh, is it brings us to surprising places and gives us surprising answers. Mm. Like in our like humanness, that. we will look for certain answers because we want things to turn out a certain way, but God brings us to certain answers that are even deeper. And if, so for example, if, when people are going through difficulties, their main concern, first of all, may not even be their depression, for example. Hmm. Hmm. Their main concern is, can be, does God remember me? Hmm. Do other people remember me? And remembering is a powerful word. Um, I'm not forgotten. I'm cared for. I'm loved. Hmm. Um, I don't understand my circumstances, but, and, and how much healing that can bring. So, I don't think we would come up with that answer on our own. So if we were to write a, you know, a psychology textbook, our first answer to Joseph's or knowing that Joseph needs halfway, or did you say halfway through his yeah. journey where, okay, you're remembered. And we'd mm -hmm. look at that and go, well, what are you talking about? He needs to be out of prison or yeah. Yeah. Um, he needs to get to the end of the story where he's next to the king. Yeah. But Jesus at that right moment knows exactly what we need because he created us mm. and um that's exactly what sin broke and that's exactly what living in sin is like um to not be remembered by god mm. and the thief on the cross come like remember me yeah like, isn't that that's just samson remember me um yeah that that's the cry of the heart so often and and if we're remembered like if we're remembered by a loved one it's okay we we can go on the next day we're not mm. forgotten. Mm. Um, how much more if we're remembered by God and that's part of his promise um, and part of the healing uh, that we'll go through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think this is a wonderful discussion good. and it's been, it's been good the mm -hmm. last few episodes just to spend some time in this. Yeah. Um, so much more to say, but yeah. it's, maybe it's a good start <laughs> yeah. for now. Yeah. It is. It is. And we, we encourage you get, get involved in caring for one another um, in the church and re even reaching out to us here at Grace Bible Church. If, if you want to know more information about biblical care and counseling, um, David, you had mentioned that there's that graduate certificate at Heritage. Yeah, Heritage College and Seminary. Yeah. Uh, if you go to their website and look up uh, biblical care and counseling graduate certificate, yeah. uh, there's training in biblical care. Yeah, you could even audit a class. Absolutely. So you don't even have to yep. commit to the whole thing. Yep. So it's so Great. good. Great. Thank you, David. Thanks, Tyler.